Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Deeper Meeting. My name is Peter Byrne, and I'm here to help young entrepreneurs develop the mindset they need to succeed in their business while creating a life that they truly love to live. So if you're someone who's tired of feeling like your idols are unrelatable and you want to learn about real challenges and how to overcome them, then you're going to want to listen in. Check this out. Today, I'd like to give a very special shout out to my cousin, Manuele. Emmanuel has been working on some really cool stuff for YouTube. I'm not sure if he's launched it yet, so I'm not going to blow up the spot here. But Emanuele, I'm going to link all of your stuff down below. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being such a wonderful part of my family. I love you and I appreciate you. And today's episode is sponsored by doing things that scare the ish out of you. Yeah, I made a couple of choices recently that really scare me. And that's part of why I wanted to go into this episode today. So check this out. Let's get into the episode. Well, you all know I like to share some realness on this podcast. That's really what I'm all about, is sharing things that actually happen in my life, things that I actually have to work through and face and find solutions to in my everyday life. So I thought it would be cool to start a little series called Confessions of a Young Entrepreneur. Now, that could be a podcast all in itself, but the truth is, there are things that happen to me on a day-to-day basis, and there are situations that occur. There are decisions that I make every single day, and I'm not always happy about them. I'm not always proud of them. I'm not always comfortable with them, but I make them. And for one reason or another, I'm making those decisions and doing the very best that I can in that moment with what I have. So today, I wanted to go through a couple of confessions that I just have to make and have to share with you. Uh, Confessions of a young entrepreneur, number one. So if you've been following me lately, if you've been keeping up with the episodes, you know that a couple weeks ago, I put in my letter of resignation at work. Yeah, so I, I, I quit my job and I was really excited about it. And I, and I came onto this podcast, and I do this a lot, by the way, but I came onto this podcast, and I just, I shared with the world that I had quit my job, and that I was going to pursue this podcast and my coaching practice full-time. Well, as life would have it, as it often does, someone threw a curveball. Now, I had not accounted for this possibility, but I am still young, and therefore I am still learning. But I am here to confess that I got a crazy good offer at work to reduce my hours in half and quadruple the amount of money that I make. And so I had to take it. I had to take it not because I wanted to. In fact, I didn't want to. In fact, it was harder to say yes than it would have been to say no. But I said yes. And I'll kind of go into a little bit of, of why, because I thought it was going to put me in the best possible situation, situation and give me the most resources possible to actually give this a real go 
and I wouldn't have to be scraping for pennies and I wouldn't have to be the struggling entrepreneur for once. I could actually be somebody who's living a comfortable life, taking it not easy, still working, still working hard, still doing a good job. Somebody who has the resources at their disposal to actually do something, right? To actually invest the time, invest the money, invest the energy into this. And now because of, because of work, we're speaking from a completely financial standpoint. It's going to provide me with, with an abundance of resources, monetarily speaking. And you know what? Time is well. Time is well. But it's going to provide me with enough money to really give this the attention that it needs. And that kind of brings me... Now, now why, why unpack it a little bit more? Why, why, is, why is that such a confession? Well, it's a confession because I feel guilty, because I feel like I have put my middle finger up at the entrepreneurial gods. Because today, all we hear all the time is, quit your job, screw that, just, just quit. It doesn't matter if you have $0 in the bank account. You know everyone's famous story. Ty Lopez's story was, I quit my job, or, or I, I was homeless, I had $47 in my bank account, I had no money, no training, no this, no that, and then, boom, the rise, right? It's glorious, it's sexy, when somebody can take that shithole of a position and a situation and turn it into something amazing. But, and this is a big but, this is not saying that it is, it's impossible, it's not even saying that it's unlikely. Well, maybe it is saying that it's unlikely. We have to look at the bigger picture here. How many of us want to quit our job and have actually no freaking plan and no idea how we're going to make things happen? I was ready to quit my job and just start to figure it out because I didn't have enough time at work to figure it out. So I'm like, I just need to stop completely. And when I have that time bandwidth, then I could start to figure out the rest of the situation. Well, I think the universe showed up for me because it provided me with such a great opportunity. And while I feel that I have scorned the gods, while I feel like I'm a failure as, a, as a, an amazing, inspiring entrepreneur because I decided to stay at this job, and again, I, I, it changed completely. Right? I, I stood up for myself, so, so we, we, can't, we can't slap me on the wrist too hard here. I stood up for myself. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done with this. I got taken off of every responsibility that I was doing, and I got placed onto only one that I have been doing. So I am now a project manager, as I have already been doing for one of my organization's biggest clients. I just had, I had to get that off my chest first. And it leads me into my, my second confession for today. So the first confession is I quit my job and then I actually didn't quit my job. So I lied to you. So I apologize. I don't really apologize because when I told you I actually quit my job and then like a week later I, I got this crazy offer and I, I unquit. So anyway, the second confession, um, I'll, I'll lead into it by saying this. By keeping this job, it opened a massive opportunity and a massive door for me because it gave me the financial resources necessary to pursue something like this. Okay, 
I I found this program. I don't know anything. Well, I know a lot about the program because I I spent my weekend studying the program and figuring out what it was and talking to them about it. But I found this program called Dot Coach, or I, I really should call it the Dot Coach Accelerator Program. Basically, they are geared directly toward entrepreneur uh, to to coaches and helping coaches build their online business. Now, I'm going to go into their whole service or anything here, but what I will tell you is that shit uh, is is very expensive, very expensive, especially for a young entrepreneur like myself, somebody who works really, really hard to to save the money needed uh, to do things like this. So it's a big risk, but I'm going to do it. I, I've officially signed up for this program. Now, now, it's amazing. I'm excited. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, this program is pretty crazy. It's it's really really cool. All of the different things that you get to do. Um, I'll tell you this much: if all goes well, if all goes as planned, within about a year, uh, I should be able to call myself a best-selling author amongst some other things. So so this is going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a very cool journey. I'm looking forward to taking it. However, my confession is not that I signed up for this program because I think that's pretty cool and a pretty entrepreneurial thing to do is take that big risk, spend that money, make that financial investment and that energy and that time investment in yourself to grow and develop and build your business. That's cool. What's not cool and what's not glorious is all that comes with that and the sheer amount of doubt that I have and and the sheer amount of fear that I have about starting this program. So this program is a year long and it requires a lot of work, a lot of effort as as anything good does. This is literally going to be the foundation of my business. We're going to work to build the entire infrastructure of my online coaching business. It it's going to be such an incredible thing, but I am so so scared. I'm, I have so many limiting beliefs coming up, so many terrifying things going through my mind. I have buyer's remorse. I'm terrified that I spent the amount of money that I did on this program, and, and I'm scared that I'm going to fluster and fail and that I'm not going to have what it takes to actually do this. I, and I'm, I'm scared that I don't have what it takes. I'm scared that I'm an imposter. I'm scared that I have no business being there. I'm scared that I'm going to fail myself as I as I have done many times in the past. It's not glorious. It's terrifying. And these are real things that go on. Like I when you come to a point in your life when you have a decision to make and you have to exchange short-term comfort comfort pleasure in this case just comfort i had to exchange short term comfort for my long term dreams and it is such a hard decision to make because our human nature is to say i don't know what's coming tomorrow i can't plan for tomorrow i can only plan for exactly where i am today 
yeah, it's true. Now, we have this brain that allows us to conceptualize and come up with possible future outcomes, but we don't, we don't actually ever know. We don't actually... It doesn't matter if somebody gives you a blueprint and, you, and says you do, you do steps one through 10, you're going to end up with this end result. Like that's, that's not actually true. That's not actually how it works. Sometimes, somehow, things go wrong. But that's not the point. The point I'm making here is that in these situations where you have to decide between your short-term comfort and your long-term dreams, that is never an easy decision to make. And I can't tell you point blank that you should just choose what's going to theoretically lead you closer to your long-term dreams. That, that would be negligence if I told you that. That would be incompetent if I told you that. I, I care about the outcomes that you have just as much as I care about my own. And man, I can't sit here and confidently tell you from where I stand in my seat that you should undoubtedly 100% of the time take steps or make decisions toward the thing that you think. You're, you're not guaranteed anything, right? So you always have to make calculated decisions on what you think will lead you closer to your dreams. And I am, I'm struggling with, with it right now. But just, you know, what are we here for? We're here to address these struggles and we're here to find ways to get over them, to make it better, to succeed and to overcome these challenges. And so that's what we're going to do here. We're, we're going to talk about what you can do when you come to this point, what, it's, a, it's actually a little bit of a coaching exercise, and, and I'll, I'll take you through this, and I want you to consider everything that I say, and the next time you have to make a really hard decision, you better come back to this point in the podcast, come back to this episode, listen to this again, and go through this exercise. Try to bring some clarity to yourself, okay? So here it is. When you come to a crossroads and you have a really difficult decision to make, there are a couple of things that you need to do. You need to give yourself the minimum amount of time to make the decision because the longer you wait to make that decision, the, le the more likely you are to say no. It's that simple. Doubt creeps in. Fear creeps in. Other people's thoughts and opinions will creep in and start to muddy the waters. And you just have to make that decision as quickly as possible. Now, I'm not saying what decision to make, but I'm saying whatever that decision is, whether you choose to do or you choose not to do, you need to make that decision quickly. Okay? Second, part of the process of going through these decisions is considering two things. The first thing is, if I make this decision, if I close my eyes and I see my path, and I know this is the expected outcome of making this decision a year from now, how would it feel like to have made this decision and look back on the past year of everything that you have done to get to where you are now. 
sit with it, embody it. How does it feel for you? How does it feel knowing that you've achieved the outcome that you wanted to achieve by making the decision that you made? Just go through that thought in your mind, say it out loud, write it out, pause this, and then come back to it. Because I've got a follow-up question for you. All right, seriously, if you didn't do that, do that. Okay, but the next question to ask yourself, or the next question that you can work through with a coach or a mentor or a therapist or a friend or, or somebody, a family member, anybody who can ask this question for you and provide you with the space to speak openly and truthfully, ask this question. If you continue to do what you have been doing, which in most cases is nothing, right? If you continue along the lines that you've been continuing on, what will your life look like in a year? So again, think about it, write it out, speak about it, consider it. What would your life look like a year from now if you continue to do the same thing that you've been doing? Which, let's be honest, if you're thinking about making a decision like this, you probably haven't been having much success. So let me walk you through my answers to those questions in this particular scenario. What would my life look like a year from now if I've achieved what I set out to achieve by making this decision? I go through this whole program. I get the, out, the expected outcomes that I, that I truly want, that I hope and have set out to make now. Well, my life would look incredible. I would make an impact. I would have made such an impact. I would, I would continue to make an impact. I would continue to grow and share what I have with those around me. I would continue to create lasting impact in the lives of those around me, not my friends and family only, but those who listen to this podcast those who I come across on the street, everyone. I would just have created such a massive impact, bigger than anything, bigger than anything I, I could have imagined. And just feeling that, waking up in the morning and knowing that I've done that, holy shit, man. That's everything to me. Now, what else is there? Because that's only one piece. That's the biggest piece, but what else is there? I will have replaced my income completely and then some. So I will have replaced work with what I love to do with my business, with my coaching practice completely. That's incredible. I want that more than anything too. That, like to be able to be independent in that way, that's why we're here as entrepreneurs, right? To create that life. It, it's amazing. All right, what else? Well, it would allow me to show up authentically every day and live more in line with who I actually am, embody every single thing that I believe in every single day, and don't feel uncomfortable being exactly who I am in front of those around me, right? Don't be scared to tell people that, yeah, I have my own business, and maybe it's not the most quote-unquote practical thing in the world, but man, I love it. I enjoy it every day. 
right? And so those were the, just kind of the top three things. And I just felt that. I sat there, I embodied it, I believed it. And those are the things that get me excited. Okay, so now what would, now second question, what would my life look like a year from now if I continue to, to do the same thing that I've been doing at this very moment? Well, this takes a lot of introspection because you have to be honest with yourself and you have to know yourself wholly and truthfully. You have to be willing to look at yourself in the mirror and reflect on who you are and where you are and your tendencies openly, honestly. So I looked at myself and I, and I said, I will be in a place that I don't even want to know. I, I have become so different than anything I've ever thought I could be. I have fallen into such, I don't want to say such bad habits, right? I, I'm, 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 a, I'm highly functioning here. But the point is, I'm already in a place where I, I never thought I'd let myself slip. I've always been so dedicated when it comes to exercise, health, taking care of myself, being healthy in mind and body and spirit. And I have let health go so far. There are days where I sit at my desk all day and I don't actually get up. I don't take more than... 150 steps a day because I've just, I sat at the computer, I walked upstairs for a glass of water, I sat back down. I walked back upstairs for a cup of coffee, I sat back down. I walked upstairs for lunch and I came back down. And I, I never stepped outside, I never saw the sun, I never took a breath of fresh air, I never looked at the flowers or the sky, I never took a break to think a little bit, and I didn't practice spirituality. And and, and I didn't eat well, and, and I didn't do anything healthy for myself. And I was just in this awful place. And I have been in this awful place for a while. And I, I just needed to look at myself. And at, when I asked myself this question of where would I be if I continue down the same road I've been going, well, I'm scared to know where I could go. I'm scared to know that if right now I I spent I drink and listen I don't drink a, a just shut up Pete just tell you see I have to have this internal dialogue with myself all the time I'll have like I'll have like two three beers some nights probably two or three nights a week and then on the weekends like I find myself wanting to drink to get drunk which I haven't done since I'm 15 years old because I have felt so wholesome and, and at peace and, and healthy and happy in my life like from that time on. And I, I didn't feel the need to do that anymore. And now that I feel the need to do that anymore, I feel myself slipping toward addiction and, and toward wanting to find something external to fill the holes inside of me, I don't want to continue along that path. That is terrifying to me. And listen, I'm not in a place right now, just so you all know and you don't have to be concerned, I'm not in a place right now where I'm actually concerned for where I am. I'm concerned for where I can go from here. I'm concerned because 
I have never let myself be in the position I'm in. And, and it doesn't matter where you are on an objective scale. It matters where you are on your subjective scale as where am I compared to the person who I want to be? Where am I compared to the person who I was yesterday? Am I better off or more, or am I worse off? And if the answer is worse off, well, that's a slippery slope. I don't want to slip down that slope. I don't want to see how far I can go. And so just that thought alone terrified me. I was like, man, if I continue to do the same thing that I'm doing, I don't want to know where I'm going to end up. And when I contrast that with what I would feel if I, if I make this to completion, and worst case scenario is I spent a boatload of money on something and I, I at least gave it a shot and I tried, then I don't have to feel like I never gave myself the shot. So those two questions can be really helpful and eye-opening. If there's not such a stark contrast between what you're doing now and, and what you could be doing a year from now, if you make this decision you're trying to make, well, then maybe it's not such an important decision. Maybe it's not the thing that's going to lead you forward. Maybe it's not everything that you thought you were looking for. So here's another piece of it too, right? It extends even beyond just making the decision in the first place. It extends past the point where you've already made that decision and now you have to face the results of what that decision has brought you. And in this case in particular, it's a whole lot of fear and and limiting beliefs and intimidation and hesitation and remorse on my side um, from making this decision. And so how do I cope with that? Well, it's still early on. It's been, it's been literally less than 10 hours. I'm sorry, less than 12 hours since I have made the official decision. And it has been racing through my mind. Um, so what do, what do you what do I normally do though? Because I I have plenty of these op, plenty of these experiences in my in my life where I can speak to from those um, on top of just this. Well, sometimes I just I do something like this. I just go and I talk about it, and I try to I just try to talk about it until it passes, and I try to just let the energy out and let everything out so it doesn't fester and build and build and build because when it builds it hurts the most. If you can kind of just release it slowly, it's, all, it's like you have a balloon, right? And, and you're slowly letting out that air and it's, it's coming out gently. There's no problem. It's not scary. There's no loud noises. It's just coming out versus you taking a, a fully blown up balloon and a pin and popping that balloon with the pin because you've let the air build up so much and now it's just going to explode and, and come out of you. It's a lot louder, a lot scarier. And if it's, touching you it probably can be painful it's a funny analogy but you get it you get the point so sometimes i just talk about it i let it out as it comes up so that i don't have it build up so much and another confession i'm not always great at that i tend to struggle to speak about these things i talk about it with you guys somehow pretty easily but talking to people closest to me i get scared a little intimidated a little afraid of what they'll think of me and I don't always say exactly what I'm feeling, but it's good to. It's very good to. It's very healthy to. If you have a coach, if you have a therapist, if you have a friend or a family member who you trust wholeheartedly, who you can speak to open and honestly, and you have that kind of relationship with, please do that. 
And please go say thank you to whoever that is right now because that is invaluable. That is hard to find. So they're a blessing. Um, it's amazing that you would have that in your life. All right. So what else do I do to kind of keep keep pushing off that that fear and that hesitation and, and those limiting beliefs? Well, you know, I, I do some things to try to address it as well. You know, I, I'll have conversations. I will, I will have a coach. I, I already have a therapist to talk about things with. I mean, I just started. I haven't even met them for the first time, but I literally got them because I knew what was going to happen here. And like, I need someone to talk through these things with. So I'll have that therapist. I will have a coach. And thankfully, I have great friends and family around me who I can speak to about these things. Um, but, but on top of that, I'll literally do things as simple as download an audiobook and start listening to it. Listen to a podcast. Watch a couple of videos on, it, on YouTube. Um, find, th- find some things that inspire me and listen to them. Uh, watch them. Think about them so that I can feel inspired. And, and it kind of like that inspiration and motivation can help push you over that fear and over that hesitation that you might be facing. And I'm not one for band-aids and temporary fixes, but I am one for using those stimuli to push yourself past that point that you need to. It's not, I'm not looking for these things to fix what's going on, but I'm looking for them to augment my ability to move past these things going on. Sometimes all you have to do is get over the hump and then you're home free. So it really could be as simple as that. Um, there are lots of other things that you can do once you've made this decision. But I think the biggest thing is you just own it. Own the fact that you made that decision. Face what comes from making that decision and go do the damn thing. Like now, I have committed. I need to make sure that I own it and that I do everything in my power to make everything that I want to happen from that decision happen because I owe it to myself. I've already put myself through that discomfort. It's time to get something out of it. So whatever decision you have to make or whatever decision you've just made in your life, look at yourself in the mirror, promise yourself that you're going to show up for yourself every single day and do the thing that you set out to do. You've put yourself in this position of discomfort. It's time for you to make something happen. You've put it off for way too long. I already know that because I put it off for way too long. So you have put it off for way too long. You have not given it the time, effort, energy that it needs to come to fruition. When you make this decision, if you're making this decision right now, go do the thing. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to those around you. Because otherwise, you're always going to be that person who said, I wanted to, but I didn't. Or you're going to be the person who says, I'm going to, and you don't. And those are both people who you do not want to be. They don't build character, they don't build trust, and they definitely don't build relationships with those around you because nobody wants to be with the boy who cried wolf or the gal who cried wolf. They want to be with the person who even when they think they're crazy for making the decisions that they make, follow through on those decisions that they make. So I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you, but those are some of the things that I do 
when I make that scary decision, when I have to face what comes next with that scary decision, and now it is time to put in the work to make something happen here. So that is it. I'm off my soapbox. This shit made me feel so much better just going through and and making this episode. So I appreciate you all for that. And I hope no matter what decision you make, it's going to greatly enhance and improve your life and take you to places that you never even thought were possible. Well, there you have it, everyone. That was my first ever Confessions of a Young Entrepreneur episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Thank you so much for listening in. It was really fun to make. So I look forward to making more of them coming up very soon. So if you found any value in this episode, please share it on social. Send it to a person in your life who could use a little bit of support right now. Send it to someone who you know has a really important decision coming up. They need to make that decision or they've just made it. And they, they, they need a little bit of comfort. They need to know that they're not alone. Go ahead and send them this episode. Let them know they're not alone. Let them know that there's someone else in this world who has gone through it and is currently going through it and that everything is going to be okay. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I say this every time, but it's still the only place I know where you can leave reviews on podcasts. I can just do a quick Google search and figure out if that's true, but screw that. It's kind of fun to say. As always, if you want to hear me cover anything in particular or have any of your questions answered, um, or maybe you want to come onto the show and share some of your own thoughts, go ahead and send an email to the email address linked below in the show notes. Uh, It's there every single time. Send me comments, questions, thoughts. You just want to have a conversation? Go ahead, send it over there. Let's have a cool conversation together. doesn't have to be here on the podcast. We could just talk. I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to support you. Um, So with all of that said, just keep being a light for those around you. Keep learning, keep growing, and keep sharing your gifts with the world. Uh, Keep making those hard decisions that bring the most impact to those around you and to your own life, right? We need your impact now more than ever. And remember, my friends, stay decisive.